Spader Business Management's team of industry experts provide business insights, ideas, and concrete tactics through training and consulting. Generations of business owners and operators have also relied on Spader's 20 groups to capitalize on new opportunities and industry trends by learning directly from their peers. Learn more at spader.com. I'm Managing Editor Kim Schmidt. Welcome to On the Record. Here's an update on what's currently impacting the ag equipment industry. Farm equipment dealers report that their used equipment inventories are becoming more manageable. According to Ag Equipment Intelligence's April Dealer Sentiment Survey, a net 15% of dealers report used equipment inventories too high. Of those responding, 33% said their used inventory was too high, 50% said it was about right, and 18% said it was too low. This is an improvement from the 23% reporting heightened inventory in February and the 26% average in 2017. Only twice since the ag economy took a turn downward have less than a net 20% of dealers reported their used equipment inventory was too high. This was in November 2017 and in August 2017. The last time dealers reported their used equipment inventory was too low was back in May 2012 when a net 3% of dealers reported not having enough inventory. Used equipment pricing is showing improvements as well, according to dealers. Used tractor pricing was down 2% in March and used combine pricing was down 3% after improving to down 4% in February. This week's dealers on the move are Redline Equipment and Titan Machinery. Redline Equipment has added the Miller Sprayer contract to its five Ohio locations. Redline will also become the local servicing Miller dealer for customers who already own one of the sprayers. Titan Machinery, Case IH's largest North American dealership group, announced this week it entered into a definitive agreement to acquire Agram Landtechnik Vertreib and Agram Landtechnik Rollwitz. The acquisition expected to close in July at four stores in the German cities of Barau, Altramt, Rollwitz, and Gutskau. Titan's chairman and CEO, David Meyer, says that since their first European acquisition in 2011, the dealership group has been keeping an eye out for a profitable store complex in a mature market, ideally Germany. Agram was the perfect fit, he says. Germany is consistently one of the largest tractor markets in Europe. Germany has a strong economy, a stable geopolitical situation, and a solid banking and credit environment. We're excited to add the German stores of Burkau, Altron, Rollwitz, and Jutskull to our European footprint and welcome the quality and experience of Agram employees to our Titan Machinery European team. He adds Agram's market is a large acre farming unit similar to the markets in the Balkans and Ukraine, where Titan currently operates. In addition, these stores border Poland and the Czech Republic, providing access to customers in those markets for both used equipment and parts. Now here's Jack Zemlicka with the latest from the Technology Corner. Thanks, Kim. As planting wraps up after spring was slow to arrive in many parts of North America, farmers will closely be monitoring their early season fertilizer applications to ensure crops get off to a strong start. Use of nitrogen stabilizers are a staple on some farms to prolong the effectiveness of spring applied nutrients. But a new company is beta testing a unique alternative to chemically applied nitrogen inhibitors. Lafayette, Indiana-based investment company Little Engine Ventures recently acquired technology company Stable N, developers of an aftermarket system that creates high-voltage electrical pulses to sterilize a 3-inch section of soil in the seedbed made during a spring fertilizer application or tillage pass. Renamed Bowden Technology after the German word for soil, 
New company CEO Bill Goss says the science behind the technology creates a five-week window before applied nitrogen in the seedbed will convert to nitrates. That's about 100,000 volts. It's kind of like a spark plug in your car. There's a burst of energy, very high burst of energy in a field situation because you're going across the field. You can go at about six miles an hour and you're charging. So it takes a lot of energy to do that. And you're basically impacting a field in the soil three inches wide. And it's usually about five to seven inches deep because of the shape of the, of the way the electricity flows through the soil. Goss adds that field testing will continue this spring, after which time the company will set a price for the system and plans are for a limited release this fall. Back to you, Kim. Thanks, Jack. CNH Industrial reported its first quarter earnings on April 27th. For the quarter ending March 31st, revenues were up 17.1% to $6.8 billion. Ag equipment net sales were up 15.1% in the first quarter. Commenting on the North American market, CEO Rich Tobin said, NAFTA row crop tractors were trending positive in the first, for the first time in a number of years, with a strong performance in used equipment pricing that is driving solid support for pricing on new equipment. Tobin also said that the price realization estimates take into account that they will likely face some raw material headwinds in the second half of the year. He adds, however, they don't think it will be so problematic that additional surcharges on top of the pricing that they have in the market right now will be necessary. Echo also reported improved sales for its first quarter. On May 1st, the company announced net sales for the quarter were up 23.3% year-over-year to about $2 billion. On a regional basis versus the first quarter of 2017, North American sales were up 31.4%, Europe Middle East was up 30.4%, Asia Pacific Africa was up 21.9%, and South America sales were down 18%. ECHO CEO Martin Rickenhagen attributed the loss in South America to challenging industry environment, lower levels of production, as well as the transition costs associated with localizing newer product technology in ECHO's Brazilian factories. He added that they, ante they anticipate South American results to improve substantially throughout the course of the year. Looking ahead, CFO Andy Beck says the North American farm equipment fleet has begun to age and row crop farmers are now starting to look at replacements. ECHO has increased its outlook for 2018 and is now projecting North American industry tractor sales to be up modestly compared to 2017, with larger equipment driving the increase. And now from the Implement and Tractor Archive. The beginning of the 20th century, up until the stock market crash of 1929, saw unparalleled growth and prosperity in the farm equipment business, writes Robert N. Pripps in the book Threshers. The political conditions in both the U.S. and Canada were conducive to agricultural expansion. The western prairies were opened up for settlement and high immigration provided the people to make it work. Pripps says the technology also contributed to the good times. In the late 1800s, the development of steel alloys allowed for the redesign of most farm tools and implements and made ball and roller bearings available in place of bushings. J.I. Case also introduced the first all-steel threshing machine in 1904. As always, we welcome your feedback. You can send comments and story suggestions to kschmidt at lestermedia.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. <laughs>